Jeremy Irons' memorable characters have thrilled audiences for more than four decades. He's done everything from an Oscar-winning role in Reversal of Fortune to the terrifying voice of Scar in The Lion King. In the TV drama The Voyagers, <laughs> he plays a scheming Pope Alexander VI. So let us instruct you in the art of vengeance. Do I need lessons? Perhaps. Vengeance should never be seen as that. It should always be unexpected, and it should rarely be public. You learnt this from the Lord? Hmm. We know little of war, but much of vengeance. Jeremy Irons, welcome. Good morning, it's a pleasure to be here. So tell me about Pope Alexander VI. Well, he was a, he was a, a we're, we're sort of a, discovering him <laughs> weekly, um, but he's uh, a, a, a pope who had 12 children, which tells you something. <laughs> he's, he's complicated, Jeremy. He's different he's already. He's um, complicated. He's a very rounded man. Yeah. Uh, and for an actor, it's a joy to play him because he is both a great believer, a head of the Christian church in, in, at about the time that this country was discovered, 1490s, yeah. um, and a man who uh, would, would, would use almost any... Uh, any weapon to get his way and to strengthen the Catholic Church and to strengthen their position in Europe. No, he's got 12 children and a couple of mistresses and seems to be looking yeah. all over the place. Have you gotten any feedback from the Catholic Church? They've kept very this? quiet on it, probably <laughs> rightly. Um, but you know, I, I, I would not expect our monarch, um, Elizabeth II, to comment upon my uh, playing of, say, Richard III, who was mm -hmm. a pretty difficult king. Mm -hmm. um, I think we know this is historical, and we know that uh, times were very different then. But what it gives us is the ability to play a time when power was pretty absolute coming right. from the Vatican, coming from Rome. Is there any Shakespearean actor, a player that you've wanted to play? I mean, whether it's Lear or Macbeth or... The, the great thing for, 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 for us actors is those, those roles are waiting there. Yeah. Um, I mean, one day I think there'll be a Lear, I hope, right. maybe a Coriolanus. Uh, there's nothing... I've just finished playing Henry IV for the BBC. They've done yeah. four, uh, four plays, Richard II, Henry IV, one and two, and Henry V. And getting back to Shakespeare is wonderful because that language is so rich. Mm -hmm. But Neil Jordan, who writes The Borgias, right. also gives us um, pretty meaty stuff to play. This is Neil Jordan, the filmmaker as well? Yeah. yeah. He's our producer and writer and director of some of The Borgias. Mm -hmm. Your son is, one of your sons is also an actor. He is, Maximilian. Max. So what's it like for you to, to watch him and does he ask you for advice? He does sometimes ask me, but, but you know, you have to learn things yourself. Yeah. And the business is so different now. He's moving, he's, starting, he's 25, and he's moving into a business that is quite different from how it was when I was 25. But I look at him now, and I think, you're a better actor now than I was at your age. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, That's pretty high praise coming from you. And not just yeah. as his father. I mean, I mean that very seriously. Yeah. Did well, you try to stop him at all from doing it? I didn't encourage him. It's you not easy not. when, when my, my wife also is an actress and a successful actress. And so he's been brought up in a family where he has parents of two successful actors. You know that that's rare. Yeah. And, and I don't want him to think that's the, just the way it will always be for him. It's a tough life, especially now.
And parents that are still together, Jeremy. I love oh, this. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a miracle. Yeah. I think, yeah, that yeah. two parents that are still together. And as I sit here and listen to your voice. I know you know what a great voice you have. It's been described as one of the best voices ever. When did you know that your voice was so distinct? And how does it sound to your ear? I don't listen to it. I, I remember a story. When I was around 30, John Hurt, who's a friend of mine, yeah. was a neighbor. We, we were having coffee together, and we were, I suppose, late, late 20s, 30. And he said to me, he said, have you noticed how many good young actors there are around at the moment, in sort of early 20s? And I said, yes, I am. I understand we're being chased. We're being chased by this talent. And he said, do you know what I do? I, if I meet a young actor who I think is very good, I say, you have a fantastic voice. <laughs> have you ever listened to it yeah. and you know that he is completely messed up because yeah. if you become conscious yeah. of what you are you, yeah. it just gets yeah. in the way it so in the way. thank you for the compliment but i put it aside no, i meant it as such <laughs> look back for a moment i mean uh, was there a role that was more satisfying to you than any other oh the complicated roles always satisfy me Movies tend to be two-dimensional because of the time. It's only two hours. You know, you can't really go into depth with the Borgias because we have a long series. I'm able to play somebody who is really complicated on many levels and fascinating for an audience mm -hmm. as a result. Shakespeare always gives you that. I suppose, perhaps, and you won't like this answer, but I suppose Lolita, um, which yeah. is such a difficult subject. Oh, I do like a, that answer. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think you. Like that answer and like you too. Nice Continued to success. Thank you.